0: This is Jennifer at No
1: Label Brewery, and you're listening to Drink of Ages Radio Show with John Denman. Come on to No Label seven days a week and join us for some badass beers on tap. Don't forget to visit our website at nolabelbrewery.com for all events happening at our brewery. Hope to see you soon. I can
2: think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer, 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 beer,
0: beer, 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's
2: your host and luminary, Luminary. John Denman. John Denman. All right, then.
0: Welcome to another episode of Drink of Ages radio show. Hope everybody out there is drinking nothing but the good beer, because that is what this show is all about. Good beer and good music. DJ Muskrat the producer, sitting here. He's the one that's going to be spinning nothing but the badass funk in between all the segments. I'm John Denman, your host. Uh, I was about to say the guy that probably drinks too much on the radio, but uh, maybe. Okay, I'm the guy that might drink too much on the radio. Huh? Huh? And maybe not enough. Yeah, so so, we'll see how the show who's goes. Who's so That's measuring. what XM
2: is for, right? <laughs> <laughs> So that's going to be good tonight.
0: Uh, And speaking of drinking a little too much, here's a beer that you really can't drink enough uh, because it's Eighth Wonder Brewery's Procrastinator. This is a very session IPA, man. You can throw it back all day long and just made for, you know, if you don't feel like doing too much, then, you know, go ahead and grab a Procrastinator. Or don't. I mean, it depends on what kind of mood you're in, Garrison, because sometimes you might want to. Sometimes it's better to not, but...
1: I'm gonna wait till later.
0: Wait till later, but hey, Leo, don't yeah. wait too long because it's only gonna be out till August. This little session IPA procrastinator from Eighth Wonder. Go out there and find it and don't procrastinate and on the it. procrastinator. Don't is what procrastinate you're saying. too long, too long. And I'll, I'll tell you this: I, yeah, if I can put it off to later. I try to, but I've learned that you know, like half the stuff that I do in my life, I have to pay a bill for. Those are the things you can't put off any longer. But uh, those are lessons learned in late fees. Once they start piling up, uh, you learn. It's like, all right, man, come on. Get your crap together, John, and pay the bills. Take care of your business, your Gotta household. Got to pay the bills. Got to cover those
1: things. John, your degree. language is offensive. Please hold back.
0: Sorry, Leo. Uh, let's let's uh, let's talk about tonight's show and let's see. Uh, well, tonight, uh, tonight's episode of Drink of Ages we have <laughs> Spindle Tap Brewing. We have Garrison Mathis and Leo Longoria hanging out. What up? What up? So I mean, you know, a lot of people out there. Uh, there's a few of you that try to seek out some of the spindle Tap brews that are listening right now and. Yeah, another great release happening tomorrow uh, at the brewery. If you didn't get on to, you know, weren't on the early order, then just you know, honestly, you can still show up and get some of the beers on Saturday you morning. You
1: can. We're going to have beers available um, for walk up. Um, get there early. I'm not saying that you won't get any if you don't get there early, but if you get there early, you, you increase your chances for sure. Yeah, we've got three great We're beers certain- coming out.
2: There is a good amount of volume that is available for walk-up the day of, so don't do not be discouraged uh, to come just because you missed out on the pre-sale. I think
0: that's one of the things that uh, you know reading through different you know, all the online stuff, and and I'm not going to get into too much of that because that that goes all kind of different ways. Uh, but like the pre-sale, you know, it, it's a great idea. I feel that because. You know, you're able to get the beer. You can pick it up later, but it's, it's like the best of both worlds. There's a pre-sale and there's a walk-up.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we just want to give people the opportunity uh, to get to get those beers. You know, sometimes people are out of town or they have other plans, and the pre-sale gives them the opportunity to get that beer. And the people that didn't get the pre-sale can still come to the brewery, hang out, have a good time, drink some other beers. So it's, it's, it's a win-win for everybody, honestly. Yeah, yeah.
0: So what what beers are going to be released?
1: Uh, so Houston Hayes, the, the OG, right? It's the staple. Yeah, the staple. That's right. So we'll have that beer again. We're also going to do a re-release of Taste Heavy it. Hands. Uh, we're also going to have more of those really cool Heavy Hands glasses. Uh, that everybody remembers with a uh, little Mac from, from Punch-Out. So we'll have some more of those cane glasses available this weekend. And then the new beer that we're doing is called Hat Trick. It's a it's a World Cup inspired hazy double IPA, triple hopped, <laughs> triple <laughs> hopped, triple dry hopped, <laughs> triple dry hopped. Sorry. Eddie, there was there was a whole <laughs> lot of
0: double. hands and motions going on over here, and it's like Garrison
1: almost slapped me. Almost. It it's one of was
0: yeah. like Garrison, we're on the radio.
1: <laughs> yeah, use your words. <laughs>
0: The triple German dry hop. three.
1: Triple dry hop, um, hazy IPA, it's gonna be awesome. Uh um, might even remind you of uh, other beers that we've we've made in the past. That's what I've heard. So I don't know. Right.
0: Blas- but, uh, blasphemy. There there was a there was one of those that actually happened in the World Cup. You know, right, right in the beginning, right?
1: Yeah, I was at, uh, what's that what's that? Is that that guy that's like a model he, that like he subs is, as a soccer player? I feel like sometimes. he's a pretty
0: decent soccer player. Yeah, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he pulled one of those off, man, and, and actually it was pretty incredible. It I was is watching pretty impressive. That game up here at Drink of Ages, and yeah, man,
1: you don't really see that as much less in World Cup play. You don't really see a hat trick done. So yeah, pretty impressive from from that guy from uh, espana yeah. I I'm, I'm,
0: I'm not going to lie. Yeah, uh, you we know, up in the United States. You know, there's there wasn't a whole lot of soccer. It was and there's still, you know, people love uh, right this time of year they love soccer because it's this World it's Cup. The spectacle know, every four of years, it. everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But, but watching watching these games, man, there's so much incredible play.
1: Oh yeah. And there's a lot of emotion, you because know, you're playing for your country. Uh, obviously, again, our country's not in it this time, but I mean you feel that sense of passion and pride that goes into it and uh that's what we do in our beers. We yeah. We have a lot of passion, a lot of pride in what we do and uh
0: yeah, but um, one thing you don't do America. is like you get bumped right? into and you you don't flop. That's, that's <laughs> I've never seen like Garrison like I'm going to make an IPA and then lay on the ground for like 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah <essentially. laughs>
0: Maybe Actually, I have, I've seen him drink some and lay on the ground for 15 minutes. That's, that's but,
1: when he flops, yeah. yeah. 10 minutes tops,
2: yeah. dude. Come on.
0: <laughs> but I believe that to be real. <laughs> I mean, it is you know, unlike, hey. you know, but at the same time. There's, hey.
2: So there, uh, another name that we were considering for hat trick uh, in the spirit of World Beer Cup was uh, egregious flops. <laughs> Egregious flops. <laughs> Egregious flops. Yes. That. Just because.
0: Why not? <laughs> I mean, because it's, it's one of those that, I mean, you watch them, and these, these athletes uh, they're out there playing soccer, they do incredible things. I mean, they're they're passing the ball, kicking the ball, doing all these crazy foot moves. They come up and they hit the ball so hard, like towards the goal, aiming it, bending it, all these things. And then somebody runs by them, and they just fall on the ground and just uh, just have a hard time with that part of soccer.
1: And I think it's in soccer it's more prevalent than in other sports. Obviously, in basketball you have that, but man, in basketball it's not—it's not it's no, nearly not as bad as in, no, in soccer. No, basketball is know, also man. full it's of debatable. it. As well,
2: in the NBA that's debatable. Dude, yeah. I saw
1: I saw a video the other day somebody had posted on Facebook of the video actually started off with a guy on the ground holding his head like writhing in pain, and then it, like rewound it and the and the injury actually was just an opposing player coming behind him and flicking his ear yes like yeah, yeah. and just like overreacting trying to get a foul called. like I don't I don't see that level of flopping in the NBA
2: I, I, you do have the blowing the blowing in the ear though is commonplace <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, that's true that's true. Yeah. Uh, well, LeBron
1: didn't flop on that one. I think he just got pissed off on that one. Yeah. He's like, hold up, man. <laughs> you know,
0: like, whoa. I mean, that, that, that's, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. A man comes up to me and blows in my ear, it's going to kind of be like, oh, whoa, whoa, what's going on?
2: Yeah, you know, I might not fall on the ground. Cause, John would be more likely to punch somebody in the face than to fall on the ground.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's like turn around. And, uh, or, you know, it, it depends on how it's blown. Yeah, It might... It might I mean, it just can, once can while, depends man. on
1: how much it tickles. Can we? Uh, yeah. How much can it Can we tickle? make sure and capture that little, uh, <laughs> that little snippet right there?
0: <laughs> now there are those similarities <laughs> of the flopping between the NBA, and, but I will say this: if you put NBA players out there playing with the soccer players, it would be like giants compared. I mean, there's and so when you see a six foot eight guy that weighs 285 pounds, full of muscle, they're not and they're not in the in the World Cup. No, no, they're in the NBA, and they <laughs> get hit and they fall <laughs> down. It's like by a guy that's maybe six foot, you know, 185 pounds. It's like, man, that doesn't happen in real life.
2: Are
1: that's you, a, are you listening, Carl Malone? I, I can't I can't help but ask though, <laughs> <laughs> what would
2: the difference in the World Cup be? What would difference in America's team be? If American football and baseball uh, and basketball were not the premier sports ultimate in this country, could you imagine LeBron oh, James man. as yes. the U.S. goalie? Oh, like, no, you're absolutely right. Nobody'd score a goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely agree,
0: agree with that, that it would definitely change the whole USA soccer team. Uh, if, if baseball all of our football, best football athlete, and basketball, the
2: receivers would ulti- be the- Yeah, right. the
0: best receivers, yeah, never get anything by them. Yeah, you're absolutely right.
1: Can you imagine if Aaron Hernandez was a goalie? We talked about Aaron Hernandez earlier today. <laughs> hey, that's my number will one tight end. That's my number one like, tight end this year. That dude might come back and kill me, man. <laughs> because he has that. He that has shit that ain't right. Man. Level. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Oh, man. All right. Let's. Uh, all right. Well, once again. Yeah, I, I don't know what it works. How it works. At, uh, and I, man. We. Actually everybody here. Yeah, you know, we're doing great Musk, on the schedule. We're sitting
2: here talking, to walking around the table drinking everybody's beer.
0: Yeah, maybe so. And then here we are in a we're in the end of the well, segment. We all need in, another beer.
1: This <laughs> the beer. Beer is the true spirit of beer, beers for sharing.
0: Yep, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. they're doing it down in that zone, driving that funky soul, they're doing it by the beach, Ah. they're driving that funky soul. at one of my favourite places to have a pint, eat some food and enjoy the big deck, Platypus Brewing. Sean is joining me and Sean, what makes Platypus special? Yeah, hi John. Look, uh, Platypus Brewing, it's brewed with Texan heart and Australian soul. Our philosophy, quality, creativity and passion. Look, uh, enjoy your handcrafted beers served with our extensive food menu and uh, don't forget the great choice of Australian wines. Our tap room is open seven days a week. Besides your... uh, Besides your core beers, what should people be drinking? Yeah, good question John. Uh, look, we have a regular rotating seasonal menu. It includes our current Houston Hoppy Hooch Hazy IPA. We've got the uh, Ole Chit Mexican Lager, and uh, we can't forget the Mother Pucker Tangerine Berliner Weiss. Uh, topped off with our uh, trusty Bourbon Barrel Age Chain Rattler Imperial Stout. It's look, a wide selection of handcrafted beers for all pallets. We'll stop by Platypus Brewing on Washington Avenue, just a stone's throw from downtown, and man, enjoy some good pints and some great food. All right, this is Drink of Ages Radio Show. You're listening to. Hope everybody's having a great night out there driving around Houston, or actually at this point wherever you're listening to. Because you know if you're listening to the podcast, man, there you got all people all over the world tuning in. Uh, I'm John Denman. DJ Muscratch is my producer, and man, I, I hey Muscratch. Thursday, July 19th, we're going to be at Rudyard's. And this will be the third time we've done this where DJ Scratch, yeah, but you hear the music in between the you know, segment breaks. The, all Nothing but like the most beautiful funk ever played. This guy has a collection, a vinyl collection of some of the albums. He pulls things out and, and it's like, I've never seen that, heard that. He starts playing it and it's like, oh, I did hear that. Well, that was on a hip-hop album, you know, like three years ago. But this is like where they sampled it from. And he's playing that music, and it's just so amazing. So, we're going to be doing that on July 19th at Rudyard's. Thursday night, DJ muskratch and I, we're going to be out there. You... I told you, they
2: said that the, the signaling is not allowed on the show. Signaling is not allowed.
0: <laughs> I know, hand signals aren't allowed. But, yeah, it's, it's $3 pint night. It's $3 night, so all beers on draft are only $3 July 19th over at Rudyard's. So,
1: I heard a rumor that there have been some like, extremely rare and specialty beers for three dollars a pint. Night, is that true?
0: Well, one of the things that we have partnered with over at Rudyard's Drink of Ages is with actually Spindle Tap Brewery. So we usually have we will have some good hazy beers on tap, and the which, yeah, for three bucks for a pint, you're not going to beat that anywhere on a Thursday night. Plus, the beautiful baby making sounds of DJ Muskrat. Is what, uh, oh, like, I, like last month, I think we had like four kids that night, muskrat- uh that, that happened. Because the, the music makes you move so well.
1: And, it's yeah. like lubricating the hips, right? Know, it, yeah. it
0: lubricates a lot. <laughs> it lubricates a lot. So July 19th over at Rudyard's, man. You guys <laughs> definitely do not want to miss that. Stop in $3 pints of nothing but amazing craft beer. Badass sounds from DJ Muskratch, and you get to watch me out there on the dance floor, you know. And that, oh, that's like, you should pay for that. Yeah, honestly. I was going to say, it's there a should free be event. ticket sales for that. It's a free event, Leo. Wow. So, wow. Hope to see everybody out there. There's
1: going to be a there. line. There's going to be a line.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. Uh, uh, you know We. I, there's only so much dancing I can do, but I'll, I'll do my best to make everybody happy. <laughs> we are hanging out here at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive. And uh, recording this great show, Drink of Ages Radio. And our guest this week is from Spindle Tap Brewery. We have Garrett, head brewer Garrison Mathis and lead sales guy Leo Longoria hanging out. Leo, you've been around the beer game for a little while, man. A little, uh, little bit. A little yeah. bit. It's been fun, man. It's uh, to watch the whole Houston scene grow and see all the different things that's happened. Uh, moving over to Spindle Tap, I thought it was a great move for you. Definitely. Yep. Definitely a
1: great move. Uh, And
0: I'm not going to talk about the the, the first time that I met you and uh, (laughs) what you did, but but the first time I met Leo, he was working for another brewery, but he came in and he actually saved that brewery in my eyes. (laughs) And that's when uh, uh, the first time I met Leo, and and he was like, man, I like this guy. He's he's a good dude. He has a good heart, and he knows his beer. So,
1: Well, man, I'm just very fortunate, honestly. I just and that day I uh, when I first came here uh with working for the other brewery I was I, I just felt blessed and lucky to be doing what I'm doing and uh, I still feel the same way every day man yeah, yeah. well um,
0: <clears throat> over spill tablet like lately there's been a lot of great yeah, it was like IPAs being brewed over there and it's one of those things that uh, it's becoming nationally recognized which is pretty amazing and and i've, I've see see the things online and i see how things are sold and traded so garrison you're making beers right now that's being traded for all these amazing beers that i you know always wanted to drink and now all of a sudden they're coming to houston because people are trading for them and all that stuff uh what do, what do you think about that man what what do you think? Mean, I know you're just sitting back making a good beer, and, and I've known Garrison now for a little while, and so he's going to be very laid back in his answer. But at the same time, it's got to be like almost an award ceremony to say, hey, we're oh, trading man. this for some Trillium and well, no, Treehouse.
2: I'm, honestly, I don't even look at it from that perspective. It's more a matter of, if anything, like I am our harshest critic, and I'm also. I like feel the most pressure with respect to everything that we're doing, and uh, in that sense, any any recognition that we've gained from people enjoying our beers has been nothing more than an increase or awareness of that. In that sense, you know, um, I don't know, man. It, it just if anything, I have always been focused and want to be focused on quality and as we grow and as we move forward in general, want to, if anything, expand on that. Well, I mean, you've actually expanded a lot. Because every three weeks, you're putting out a whole new IPA. It's one thing to expand with respect to the, your, your beer portfolio, but I want to expand not only uh, the, the quality of the beer, but uh, our quality control program along with it. You know. Yeah, we
1: wanted to be consistent, for sure, you know, in everything that we do. And I,
2: I like to think that we do a good job yeah. of consistency. We, but, do. we um, do. I mean, it, it scares me. I mean, with, with these beers and uh, the concern that there is for them with respect to uh, shelf life.
0: No, I, I definitely agree with you on that one, that uh, the solid beer, like the hazy IPAs that you guys are making. I mean, the Houston Haze, everybody's seen that 5% tint is all over town right now if you haven't tried it yet you need to go get some uh but this is one of those beers and uh, style of beers that if, if you need to drink it fresh you need to drink it oh, yeah. immediately yeah you know, within like a few weeks of seeing it on the shelf that's what it needs to be drank
2: exactly yeah. yeah
1: yeah we agree with that um sometimes it doesn't happen but more often than more often than not it does you know when you go to a store you're not going to see those, sh- those, those, those beers on the shelf for very long. So definitely grab it when it's there.
0: Well, the, the good thing is, like, draft beer, from a, here at Dream of Ages Pub, we put on a hazy beer. It's gone that evening. Yeah. And, I mean, it does not last long. So, I mean, it's, it's, when you see the style of beer, I mean, you're hoping that it's going to be, like, the freshest. Yeah, you know, it, we, we did the beer dinner the other day over at Central Market, and it was this aged, uh, fermented, pickled, this whole big, diff- like, aged, something that it takes a long time to get to, you know, like, like, it takes weeks to get to this point. We did this beer dinner uh, from meats to uh, it was beers. Pi- yeah, it was it was, and it was
2: pickled fish and pickled, all the yeah. way up to, like, 120 120- Dry, aged yeah, it was dry. <laughs> it, like it was filet, like a, yeah, it was I like a
0: fifty something dry age rib roast or something. I mean, it was phenomenal. Jeez. But wow. the first the first thing that we did was like we're gonna go the freshest you can get, and so we paired it with some five uh, percent ten, you know, the last batch that came out with some ceviche, because you know ceviche. Uh, that actually yeah, was yeah. my idea because that was my contribution to the whole beer dinner. As we're sitting around, which, if you ever sit around planning a beer dinner, you did this today, actually, over at uh, Growler Spot.
1: I didn't but, do it today. I did it on Wednesday.
0: Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, you sit around. It was Wednesday, yeah. And, you know, you sit around, and you have these conversations with all the chefs, and the people that are preparing the food, and you're like, I've got these great ideas, and all of a sudden, you sit down, and when the, the this is what they do. They make food. They start coming up with ideas, and every idea they threw out were it was like goat cheese cheesecake cheesesteak uh, you know all these cheesecake and all these different things and all this dry age we're gonna take all this and we're gonna make sausage out of it and i'm like i'm count me in on all these things and we're done and we're sitting around and and i went you know what would be fun is if we went super fresh first one and went ceviche and they're you- all like that's a great idea <laughs> and i was like oh i said something <laughs> yeah, that was i was excited
2: Please invite me next time you're doing that. You're having yeah, that conversation. That, sit around and have these conversations. What, what's
1: that thing that they put on Facebook? Was it TFTI? Uh-huh. Thanks for the invite.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, well, I mean, talk about dinners, man. Uh, you're doing one out in Growler Spot.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be our first one out there at the Growler Spot in Fulcher. Uh, those guys are have been big supporters of our brewery for quite a while, and uh, and uh, this is just a really great idea. So. We're partnering with uh, a chef that we've worked with in the past uh, where we did a beer dinner with uh, chef, chef Brad um, at Clancy's earlier this year. Um, and that was actually the very first time that we had Houston Hayes available on draft. And that was a hit, so it's, um, I'm, I'm really uh, really happy to be doing this this, this next beer dinner with, with Brad again because he just has a great, great palate and he's a very creative chef. So. Really looking forward to this. that's also going to be on July 19th. So come to the beer dinner and then go to uh to uh to Rudd's later that <clears throat> night for the DJ. I think stuff.
0: Houston's big enough, you know. Honestly, <laughs> hey, we, we were talking about in Fulcher, you know, South Katy, yeah, yeah, yeah it is South kind of Katy, bad. North sugarland <laughs> I, I don't know i <laughs> I, 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 I that's
1: like a, just it's almost like a different country all i know is that, you know? Like, like the growler, <laughs> spot,
0: growler spot out there in fullshire is a phenomenal place man yes. great people fantastic beer and definitely worth the drive to go check out good food everything uh i yeah you from for me it's like get on west park toll road and drive yep. and then you go through like three lights you're like, wait, wait. I'm on the tow road. Oh, yeah, they end and they turn into stoplights. It's kind of like driving up 59. You ever going up to Garrison and Northeast Texas? Like I driving. Never, I
2: never go north on 59. <laughs> no,
0: no. I mean, you, you, when when you're driving up that way, like towards Longview, yeah, you know, like not Dallas because that's 45. Yeah, Lufkin and heading that direction. You're driving and it's a, yeah, you know, it's 59. All of a sudden, you you hit red lights while you're on 59. That's right. Yeah, yeah, little small town, man. Yeah, they are up there.
2: There's a lot of there's a lot of highways that are like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually no lie. <clears throat> there's only like the interstate highways. I-10 like is said, one me- of the only ones that I've ever driven
2: on that I've never had to stop anywhere. Yeah, if you're heading, if you're heading east to west on on 10, I mean, you shouldn't have to deal with. Too much, no, unless you like accidentally take the business exit, <laughs> yeah. The,
0: yeah, yeah, that, that can double. Well, I mean, if you're heading I 10 uh, west, then you have to stop over Bucky's, you know, on the way, and yep, they'll be there tomorrow. They, they let, yeah, you, know for, like, they a, let you know for 80 yeah. miles, so you don't forget <laughs> every mile <laughs> they let you know. So, uh, yeah, Leo, man, you're heading out west, uh, you're about to do a whole big vacation over a Big Ben.
1: Big Bend next week and then uh, Alpine also we're going to Big Bend Brewing Uh, thanks man yeah it's it's one of my favorite places in the world Um, and and um, I don't know that's kind of that was kind of like my aha moment the first time I went to to Big Bend that's when I kind of realized that I wanted to work in beer That that was five years ago yeah and so this will be my third trip back and I'm really looking forward to it and they're going through some changes they're actually uh They're opening up a new brewery and taproom in San Antonio later this year, which I think is a little weird because it's not technically Big Bend anymore, right, in San Antonio. But excited for them because that's a good sign of growth for a really great brewery that's making some fantastic beers.
0: I was going to make a joke about peyote, and then...
2: Peyote's nothing to joke about, man. It's
0: nothing to joke about. (laughs) (laughs) You see the size of that chicken? All right, Dream Ages, let's take a beer break. We'll be right back. Fiddle <laughs> Tap is killing it with their IPAs, heavy hands, Houston, Houston Hayes, draped up. All have been phenomenal brews. With all the tasty releases, man, don't forget about Hop Gusher. This has been one of my favorite go-to beers for a while now. Six and a half percent, nicely balanced with a blast of hoppy aroma. The citrus taste and slight bitterness makes this a crowd pleaser. Grab some Hop Gusher and make this a regular in your beer fridge. This is Thomas Keel over at Drink of Ages Pub. I'm representing No Label Brewing Company. That's right, No Label Brewing Company. We're out in Katy. We're talking to you about some fun beers that we make. One of those beers is Squeeze and Twist Session IPA. It's coming in at 4.4%. That beer is crushable, delectable, tastable. tasteable. Fantastic beer. You're going to get a lot of nice fruit notes coming up up front with some pininess kind of woven in between. Get that beer right now at a retailer, at Drink of Ages Pub, or any place that you like to get delicious craft beers. The JB's live and fast. <laughs> this is drink of ages radio show we are back here at drink of ages pub uh sitting around just drinking some great stuff man we had some great pizza from pizza alvino and matt over there right here pizza alvino has a location here off wall drive right down the street Actually, you can get their slices all day long here at drink of ages pub uh slices of big ass pizza supreme or cheese here uh we have the best lunch special around i'm not gonna lie so come by, get a beer, get a pint, uh, $7 for a slice of pizza and a pint of beer. Can't beat that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of, Yeah, you know, I watch all the fast food places. They do their deals They're like, oh, we're only $5, and you get a cookie. It's like, yeah, but, man, you're going <laughs> to die a lot sooner. But you know, coming over here drinking a beer and having a slice of pizza, it's going to be a lot better for you.
1: And those cookies have, really, have, is it worked. really worth it?
2: Have one more beer, one less cookie, and you'll live, like, two years longer.
0: (laughs) You'll live a lot longer to enjoy more beer and more pizza. But Pizza vino right here in uh, Rice Village and in River Oaks uh, over off of uh, Wall, right almost across the street from the pub. Uh, Man, they make phenomenal pizzas. We serve them over here, but one of the best things you can order, we don't have it here. But, Garrison, if you've never tried... The uh, Chicken Philly Cheesesteak Stromboli, it's it's one of the best things you'll ever put in your mouth in Houston.
2: Well, don't threaten me with a good time, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is... It is. Delicious. We, we we have we have officially jumped a shark today. That's the signature Garrison line. It's all downhill from here. Uh,
0: we might hear that like 14 more times before the show's over. At this point. Uh, but we are talking with Spindle Tap Brew. We have Garrison Mathis and Leo Longoria hanging out. Uh, Garrison's head brewer over there. Leo uh, runs sales and everything over at Spindle Tap. He's the one that. Yeah, you know, make sure that everyone listening is getting the beer that they need from Spindle Tap.
1: I try to. Yeah, sometimes we don't have enough beer.
0: It, it's a, it's an interesting problem, Leo. I mean, that's uh, a good problem. It it's a yeah. good problem and a bad problem. But uh, uh, you know, one of the things that I have heard a whole lot from people, you know, is that you know, hey, Spindle Tap's out of beer. Spindle Tap's out of beer, and it's like, man, making as much beer as you possibly can. You know, to get out there, I mean it's a commodity it, it isn't, beer is a commodity. I mean, you can only make so much with the equipment at a time.
1: well, our crack r and d department is trying to look into ways of incorporating magic into making beer uh, to kind of you know. I know
0: know, there's been a lot of weed. There's been a lot of peyote. And we've all tried. Shrooms. Don't
1: forget the shrooms.
0: Shrooms. Yeah, a lot of shrooms. You know, try to figure out how to make this better.
1: Yeah, whatever it takes. I mean, we'll try it. Oh, you're
2: talking about making the beer. Yeah, we don't do that when we're making the beer. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, never.
0: Never. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, it's a great problem to have. Uh, You know, Spindle Tap... Not the not the OG breweries that you know started six years ago, seven years ago, something 24 like that. Twenty four years ago. Yeah, yeah. Hey, or twenty four years ago. Yeah. yeah. So you have the you have the, the the GPB, the Grandpa Brewery, and then you have like all the ones that started coming out. And then SmellTap, so you guys were kind of early in the mix. Uh, what year did you guys open up? Uh, we were like the
2: fourth. We're in the top, like, the first 15 breweries like, in, within the city. Yeah. But, like, within the next year, I think there was, like, 20 more registered. Well, there's, there. like,
1: you know, right now there's, like, 50 in the Houston metropolitan area. Not necessarily all breweries per se, but places that make beer. You know, so that's, I mean, we've exploded here in the last few years, and I think it's going to continue. Yeah. Well, yeah looking but at- we're lucky to be where we're at. <clears throat> From, from Marlboro perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Very lucky. <laughs> as, as I'm not going to lie. And very I, thankful.
0: I look over at, at Garrison. Garrison's like, he's very serious. Just looking at the mic. He's about to say something. He's like, very lucky. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, well, he was holding back tears, I think. And He was holding well, no, back. I, was just, yeah. I don't know about, man. I'm, no, no, but, but I'm not real. in any way, like. I don't know. I'm not going to hype us up. Like I think we're very No, no, you're to... definitely not going to hype
0: yourself up. Uh, yes, you're one of the most humble people that I've ever met in my life. But I will say this, that it's absolutely amazing that a brewery at this state that you guys are in, that you know the, the problem that you have right now is not having enough beer to satisfy the very small market that you're trying to be in. Um, well, so I the, mean, it's the goal exciting. Is,
2: is the goal is to increase production accordingly while maintaining uh, quality integrity you know that's the goal of every brewery as they grow and that's yeah. that's where we're at and it's a matter of balancing what's been comfortable and has worked for us with where we want to be as we continue to grow. I and
0: mean, as like blondes hey, let's look at the core beers. yeah um, you ever blonde? Mm-hmm. Boomtown, uh, Honey Hole, and Hop Gusher. Those are like the three main beers that you got to start out with. Right. Those are those are three solid beers that sell out at grocery stores. They sell out, uh, you know, at bars. You know, and, and so it's kind of like, man, what? Why is this beer a little bit different? Then, I mean, like, like, what, what do you mean? Not, not saying it's different, but but there's there's other blondes out there. There's other IPAs out there, you know. It's I mean, you're making, you guys are making how many barrels this year?
1: Uh, we're going to hit around five thousand. Five thousand barrels. That's, that's the t- or five thousand barrels. That yeah. is the goal. Yeah, that's the goal. You know, I don't know if we'll, we'll hit it, but um, and, yeah, I mean, you guys, goal.
0: you guys are we will making we'll a lot lead. of beer and people are drinking it. That's great.
1: I mean, I don't know. Like <laughs> we make we make the beer that that we like and. Uh, and then we just hope other people like it and apparently they do so it's a, it's a it's a humbling thing you know to say that that we're putting we're putting this product out there that we, that we that we care a lot about that we love and then other people feel the same way and it's it's a, it's a cool feeling it really is it really is so and we just want to make more of it and uh, like Garrison said you know we want to increase product increase production but also keep an eye on quality because we want we want people to continue loving our beers.
0: Well, man, one of my favorite beers, uh, honestly, uh, the, from the very beginning has been Hop Gusher. I know it went through a little bit of changes in the very beginning, which all beers should. If you're listening, every brewery, yeah, I mean, just just like listen to what the people say about the beer, and then then kind of come back with a new recipe. But Hop Gusher went through a little bit of changes
2: in the beginning. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, really, ultimately, just kind of have been tweaking it every time I brew it to try to make it m- better with respect to what I want it to be. Uh, might be selfish to some extent, but I'm not, like, trying to make it taste what I think somebody else wants it to taste it like. Taste like Every time I brew it, we've we've tried to tweak it to make it the best beer that I think it can be, you know? So... Uh, accordingly,' it's, it's certainly changed a lot over uh, the last few years, but uh, and still is continuing to to some degree change. but uh, yeah, I mean I, I think if you're, not, if you're not trying to make your beers better or at least be consistent with once you do decide where you're happy with the beer, then you're doing it wrong.
1: And we've had a lot of positive uh, comments on that beer. Even from people that had had the beer previously, even today uh, at an account, there was, we were sampling beer and um, this guy was like, Man, I haven't had this beer in years. And, you know, thought it was okay and we had it today. I was like, Man, this is vastly better. And it is a better beer. It's, it's, it's a really nice, really nice IPA. Yeah.
0: It's a great style. <clears throat> uh, you know, it's like contrast to the hazy IPAs Spiltest making.
2: Well, it's it's really in itself not a true West Coast IPA. It's it's also not a um, hazy IPA by any means. Um, I just kind of incorporate uh, what I like best about uh, brewing both of those uh, styles of beers into something that I think is best combination of both without being, you know, the hazy mouthfeel juice bomb. That, you know, ultimately. Some, most, or pretty much every other one of our IPAs is associated with being. This one, I mean,
0: this is like an all-day. I mean, it's just a really, very light, crisp, easy drinker. Yeah, the Boomtown Blonde, another one. The, the, the lower ABV, much easier to drink you know, for a lot of people. So yeah, for all the Bud Light, Miller Light drinkers out there, I mean, this is something that, that you can sit back and enjoy some. From a I local mean, brewery.
1: Yeah, and like you said, it's a, I call it a, a, a bridge beer, you know, for your your macro beer drinkers out there. You know, it's just a really nice introductory craft beer, but it's a beer that I still drink very consistently. That's my yard-working beer, you know, very light, easy to drink. So one know, thing about Boontown is we
2: actually use a Hef strain. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's an American Hef strain that uh, we use for the yeast on that and just really control the fermentation uh, to try to minimize ester and phenol productions accordingly uh, so you do get what I think is the best you know combination of a light beer with uh, subdued uh, you know the banana clove notes associated with uh, with the Hef but in a blonde format ultimately you know a, a more approachable format. It's such an easy drinking beer. And you know, here in
0: Houston, hey I mean, you need to have some kind of like nice easy drinking beer. For sure. Yeah. What else are you guys doing over there? I mean I know Garrison, we've talked about the, the barrel age program. And I think the last thing was uh uh What's going on in barrels right now? Is a stout with chocolate, rum barrels. I mean, you, you name like five things, five of my favorite things.
2: <laughs> Only two of those that we can actually say on radio. <laughs> it's going to make a great beer.
0: was going to be pretty fantastic. But, yeah, and the, the barrel program, which, which as an early brewery, yeah, it's one of those things that I would imagine most breweries want to—they want to start beefing up their barrel program. Yeah, you know, aging beers in, in barrels, different barrels, wine barrels, bourbon barrels, tequila barrels—all these different things. And so now, I mean, yeah, you know, a couple years into it, uh, what should we be looking for?
1: Well, we actually have some barrel-aged stuff in the tap room right now. We have uh, on call. So, Stout aged on bourbon barrel, correct, right? We also have our Belgian double, Derek Man, aged on a bourbon barrel as well. That's fantastic. So, uh, want to give our barrel-aged beers a try. Definitely come in Thursday through Saturday. Yeah.
0: Well, at the, at the brewery, and which anyone that has never been to Spindle Tap Brewery needs to just plan that for this weekend. Open Thursday through Saturday. Yeah. Uh, You can come in and try all these zipper beers, uh, air-conditioned. I mean, we're in the middle of the heat. It's a
1: little hot outside. It's a little bit hot.
0: So you can come in and sit in some air-conditioned drink beer and enjoy some Spinal brews. Now, if you
1: don't like air-conditioning, we also have a very nice outdoor area with chairs and you can you know the sad, part, off, the sad part.
0: Leo, is that there's going to be like three people out there,
2: and they're just trying those to make a the point. Those
1: are real Houston heroes, yes. honestly. There's hey. also
2: a really good pizza truck that's out there. Uh, most days, good. That
1: yeah, I've heard good things about those. guys. Yeah, I've yeah. heard
2: of a lot of really good things, man. Yeah, yeah we'll I hear see. they make. I hear they they do everything themselves.
0: <laughs> Dream ages. <laughs> be right back. <laughs> Radio show. We are actually sitting around drinking some pretty excellent beers, hanging out with Spindle Tab Brewery guys, and man, a couple things going on at the pub. July Fourth. If you're going to be around Houston, you know there's going to be some badass fireworks happening, and we're going to have Fourth of July here at Drink of Ages Pub. There's going to be some pigs roasted. We're going to have tacos. I'm going to make something. Uh, something alcoholic and fruity. And we're going to drink that and then we're going to walk over, watch the fireworks downtown. It's going to be a great night. 4th of July is happening. Guess what? 4th of July. That's when it's going on. Uh, also July 14th, first time, DJ Muscratch, man, you might want to get on some of this. Detox Retox Yoga. So we're going to we're going to do yoga. At the pub. And it's Detox Retox. So the first session starts Leo, at nine fifteen.
2: 15 Leo's teaching it, right? Leo's
0: teaching yeah. it. <laughs> it's a, he's going to teach a detox session, <laughs> session, which actually you come in, you get a 45-minute session of yoga, and you get a free smoothie next door at the pub, or next door at uh, Fuel Kitchen.
1: Yeah, and I'm doing this in conjunction with the launch of my new Manly Really Tight Yoga Pants uh yeah so it's gonna be really exciting right. be we'll, uh, we'll edit that out
0: it's yeah. gonna be great <laughs> then at 1030 we're gonna have the retox yoga where you do your yoga and then you drink a beer so you have fuel kitchen next door doing the detox we're doing the retox and so and that applies to pretty much everybody out there in the world limited seats Look up Drink of Ages, uh, Detox, Retox. Go to our Facebook page to find that information. Drink of Ages Pub. All right, so here we are. Taking it back, man. And, uh, taking it back to Spindle Tap Brewery here at Drink of Ages Pub. But one, one thing else that I want to talk about tonight is Leo, man. Leo, you have, you have a cool little thing going on right now oh, with yeah. your Texas brewery experience.
1: Yeah, Texas. So I have a kind of like a just a personal project called the Texas Beer Experience where I'm just sharing my journey in, in beer and mostly in Texas because Texas is an ever growing craft beer scene. Uh, we already talked about my trip to Big Bend next week, uh, visiting some other breweries later on this year as well. Love going out to Austin. Austin Beer Works is great. Um, and then there's so many great breweries just here in Houston to visit that I haven't gone to see yet. So uh, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. You can follow me on Instagram at Texas beer experience. I also have a Facebook page and, uh, and the blog TexasBeerExperience.com. So if you see me, I always almost always have stickers. So come hit me up for a sticker.
0: No stickers. You have a camera. And fortunately I've been, you know, able to be on some of these videos that you put out. Uh, Yeah. We, you go to breweries, you record things, and, but you actually sit around and you talk to the people that are doing different well, things. Well,
1: other than the beer, I mean, uh, the beer in Texas is great, but the, the best thing about Texas beer is the people. This table right here that we're sitting at tonight with John and, and Garrison and, and DJ Musgrad, and, uh, I mean, just the other day, I was sitting with my buddy Mario from Town & City. That guy, I mean, that's a great beer guy right there. And so that's what I love the most, man, is talking to people about about how they started in beer, and and we're just kind of connecting as a family. I think it's a, just a really beautiful thing. Yeah.
0: How do people find where you are? Like, how do people watch these videos? And uh...
1: Uh, right now, I don't really have anything, you know, outside of the Facebook page, um, and Instagram. So the Instagram is really short videos. I am about to launch some videos on the new Instagram TV, which is all vertical video where you can do up to 10 minutes I'm good, yeah. of recording and uh, just coming up with some ideas for that that you'll start seeing here pretty soon. I'll probably share my first one next week when I'm in, when I'm in, in Big Ben since that's again kind of like my, my beer mecca so to speak. There's yeah.
0: something about you and Big Ben I always wanted to go there. Never been to Big Ben yeah. and I know I'd love to go. Unfortunately I had kids that they ruined my trip to Big Ben. <laughs> Unfortunately, your kids. Well, you. I have
1: grown. I have, I have one grown kid. She's going to college next in the fall. Uh, but we've gone on trips in the past. The one, if I could just mention this real quick, the one camping trip that I regret was when we first, my wife first and I got married, and we took this trip out to uh, Brazos Bend in August, which was a huge not the mistake. best time of year. Not the best. Well, I we mean, yeah. were just excited. Hey, let's go camping. No. We're married now. Let's go camping. No, it was the worst night Maybe ever. Maybe
0: you guys wanted to sweat a whole lot. We weren't ready to
1: sweat that much, and our daughter was miserable. and so. But since then, we've had other camping trips, and we're a little bit smarter about how we do things. Now, it'll be hot in Big Bend next week, but the, the evenings are cool. The evenings will be in the 60s, so uh, uh, that'll be really nice. Yeah.
0: There's some great beer places out there.
1: Not a ton of beer places, honestly. I mean, uh, you have... Big Ben Brewing in Alpine. Uh, there's a gentleman that I've never met before. I think his name is Tony, and he goes by the Beer Peddler on Instagram. That uh, I'm kind of looking forward to meeting uh, I know uh, sometime Tony. next week. You know, Tony. Tony's been on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, th- and I think he was recently in town for uh, St. Arnold's he, uh, anniversary he was, uh, yeah,
0: party. Yeah, yeah. He, he plays yeah. in a great band.
1: I think that was the same day that Gallison Allen had their anniversary party. I think. And I, I was out so there. I think so too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all the great
1: beer, great beer people right there. Oh, man. You know, Galveston, the, the thing about,
0: like, I heard it today. People are, like, I, I had a friend. We used to go to Galveston all the time. And then I was, he was like, oh, I don't know why we go, why we would go back down to Galveston. I was like, have you been down to Galveston anytime recently? I'm like, no. I'm like, man, Galveston is actually a pretty chaos place to go down to, man. There's so many different things. Yeah, the... Um, uh, between all the, like, Brews Brothers, one of my favorite places down there. Yeah, Galveston Island Brewery. But just to sit back and just listen to the waves, man. I mean, the water it's, is is actually it's better. Like, it's like
1: going, when you go to Galveston, it's like you're in another world. Everything slows down, and it's just The relaxed. island life. The yeah, island, it's life, island man. life, man. And I love going down there, dude. It's awesome. Hey,
0: Garrison, can you pass some of the island life over to me? <laughs> oh, was that phase two by no label? <laughs> I don't know if that's what I'm asking about, but yes. I'll have some of that.
1: I think Garrison's always on island life, I think. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, yeah. if you're gonna make beer, you should be, you should be yeah, right. it should be on I'm your on, own terms. I'm on island life but with a very precise watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, making beer, you it's kinda like making the best ice cream or butter you know or best cheese you want those cows to be the exact happiest time yeah, of all I mean, so if you're sorry. making beer you want everybody involved including the music the mash tons I mean you know everything gets to life I've watched Disney films everything comes to life Fantasia man it's yeah Musgrats could you imagine a Fantasia made now inside of a brewery that would be that actually be a pretty great movie Yeah uh, Yeah Spindletop Brewery Between uh, uh, get, see You're talk about all the hazel releases All the time right And uh, how, much, how good they do But at the same time People start to forget about The Hobgusher Which is phenomenal The, uh, the Blonde And the Honey Hole the ESB, the Honey Hole ESB is one of the, like we put it on tap. It doesn't last long at all. And It's one of those beers that, it's not personally my favorite, but I'll tell you this, it sells so well. So many people love that beer.
1: I've literally had people come up to me when I do store demos. Well, one, one man in particular literally came up to me and said, thank you for saving my beer life. Man. I love this beer. This is my favorite beer. He buys it all the time. And I was like, whoa, really? That's great, man. Yeah.
2: Leo never told me that story.
1: <laughs> it was Garrison that told me that, actually. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: and, it's like, Garrison, you're so vain, dude. Come on, man.
2: <laughs>
0: um, I think that the the lineup is extremely solid for a Tau Brewery. Uh, yeah, you have three core beers and the good thing is that with the new tanks coming on you will the everybody will be able to see more of the Houston Hayes the 5% ten you're gonna see those in the market
2: a whole lot more I mean yeah more tanks more volume of everything ultimately so not gonna run out of spindle tab beers if
1: uh, that's the goal. I mean, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, if we
2: do, there's worse, worse problems, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, man, it's always fun hanging with you guys. I think that we went through a lot more beers than I planned on this show, a lot faster. I'm still waiting on my refill. Ah, man, well, <laughs> we better wrap this show
1: up. Gareth, Thanks for uh, having us on, John. We appreciate it.
0: No, for sure. Uh, Texas Beer Experience. Look it up on Facebook.
1: Facebook, Instagram, and then the website.
0: Yeah, and yeah. watch watch Leo's fantastic videos. What do we? Bounces around breweries, and he talks to the main people doing stuff. So I mean, he asks the questions that nobody else wants to ask. But everybody <laughs> wants
2: to know the answers too. But they want to know the answer too.
1: Yeah, we always lead with boxers or briefs. That's the first question right out of the gate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and uh, July. Uh, we'll skip this one. want well, to thank everybody for listening. And man, if you want to go to drinkofages.com or iTunes and listen to some of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewery, and you can find all the different shows that we sit around and talk to all the breweries and everything. Just had a great time with them. This is Drink of Ages Radio. Everybody be safe. Talk to you guys next week.